It's Chris, the Dating Doc, and this podcast episode is from the gut, gut-wrenching story on what I call the invisible cave, a bad, bad habit that we're all into, that we're all doing, that's destroying decaying society, at least in my humble opinion. But more importantly, we're going to talk about this feeling of lull, this feeling of blah, and how to counter it. Stay tuned. So if you're out there listening, how, how are you doing? I mean, really, talk to me. Let me know how you're doing. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I'm I'm in the business of helping others, right? Through connecting them through my social events for singles, a little bit of matchmaking. I don't do that as much as I used to. And of course, the day coaching. What you're hearing is the content creation side of the house. But how are you doing? Because, you know, dating doc... Had a couple bumps in the road. A couple bumps in the road where I felt completely mentally exhausted, uninspired, lack creativity. Been going through a couple of uh, creative blocks. And so much so that I'm even trying to search okay, what were those pockets of inspiration or pockets of me tapping into a different swagger? to get into my goal setting, to get into my my habits and rituals. Now, I, I use an app that keeps me focused on rituals. You know, like, hey, don't forget to take your supplements. Don't forget to get enough sleep. Avoid sugary foods. Read for every 10 minutes that I read. I click on this habit-forming app and it gives me points, etc., etc. But I was still a little bit out of it. And, you know, I I made sure that my intake of food was right. Been really looking at improving my B12, my iron levels, BDNF, et cetera, et cetera. And I was still a little bit out of it. A little bit of visualization so I can think of, okay, what exactly am I looking for? What's going on in life? Why do I feel just this blah, this feeling of meh? You know what I mean? Where you just, you're doing okay. Almost to the point where I even wanted a little bit of danger in my life. Not that I wanted to get arrested or hurt anyone. Nothing of that sort. But maybe that'll kickstart my brain. And that could be the military me. But I know that if I find that, what, what, whatever it is, that danger... Could be meeting, for example, a woman I thought I'd never expect to meet. And somehow she just inspires something different in me. Or, you know, God forbid, um, someone close to me. There, there's some sort of limited lifeline that, that they have. You know, the, the time on earth. And that's supposed to like hit me and, and wake up my perspective and my gratitude plan. But one thing that I've been trying to do is to cultivate a more permanence when it comes to motivation and inspiration in a way that lives in congruence with just who I am, that it's sincere, right? Not fake motivation, not I'm just nice and dandy and happy because I'm a life coach and thumbs up and my cheesy smile. No, no, no. I want something that's disciplined happiness. Disciplined happiness, that's what I call it. 
where regardless of the circumstances, I am truly, truly happy. But then through this, I realized that it's not happiness, not this fake joy, or I have to like seek these challenges so I can celebrate something. It's disciplined content. Content doesn't mean it's the middle of happiness and sadness, no. Content is that I am completely satisfied. And I, I dare everyone listening to try to reach that in your own way. This is what makes life worth living, is you may have that happy accident that happened tomorrow. You might bump into someone that changes your life. For the better, for the worse, or maybe temporarily, quote unquote, for the worse, but then you rise above and you realize there's a learning lesson in there. What I'm trying to prevent is that I am in a continuous groundhog. And I think that's part of the bump in the road. I was waking up, put on my uniform, go to work, come home, unwind, watch a little bit of Netflix. I'm either seeing clients at night, I'm working on consecration, play with my dog, take her out a couple times, shower, etc., etc. But now, now I'm going to make it a mission of mine to flip the script. Little things, little things you can do is try out a new restaurant. Cruise around and pick an artist you've never heard of. Catch up with a friend who needs a phone call. Go to an event for something you expect you never go to, whether it's an interest or hobbies event or a concert. Pick something that startles your brain in a safe, legal way. All right, stay tuned because the rest of this podcast... It's going to be all about the invisible cave we live in and that just horrible, horrible collective issue that's affecting a lot of folks. You'll find a little bit of irony in it, but I'm sure it's going to help you out. Chris, the Dating Doc, stay tuned. Do the young do it? How, how the heck have they made it living in a continuous cycle of technology, being bombarded with technology um, to the point that it's, it's defined them? I'm officially old. Yes, I'm officially old by, by starting off with that. I thought about this because when I was in about third or fourth grade I lived on a military base that was army and I remember the thing that I looked most forward to after I got done with homework was going outside on my bike or wrestling or playing football with my friends and it was just one of those things where the only other option was playing Nintendo the 8-bit system and a little bit of Super Nintendo at the time, but there wasn't no DLCs, there wasn't no login to save progress. You played it, you pushed the power button, and off you went to do something else. And the good thing about it, since there wasn't online gaming, then your 
friends came over in person to play with you. And most of the time my mom would, would make dinner for them. So it became this very humanizing experience. Really a nice one, right? Community gathering. And that most technology, again, was the zapper gun and my 8-bit Nintendo. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't mean it to sound condescending, I feel sorry for those that have missed out on that experience. Because let's admit it, we are addicted to technology. We are so locked in that the chances of those kind of experiences are becoming slimmer and slimmer. You got kids, you know, that are 10 years old already with a cell phone. Younger than that. And what I noticed is that it mentally takes you away from wanting to get on a bike, from wanting to go play football. These are things that you have to compartmentalize, right? You have to literally get off your phone. Then after you put your phone down, you have to mentally unplug and say, okay, I don't have to check my notifications. I don't have to check that TikTok video. I don't have to see that funny video on YouTube. So you have to go through this mental process of totally detaching. And then you move on and do something else. So what am I getting at? Childhoods are being lost to the technology. Adulthoods, if you want to look at it that way, are in some ways being lost to technology. And yes, <laughs> the irony does not fail that I'm speaking through through a podcast that you're going to listen to on more than likely your phone. I advise you, I highly, highly advise you to continue to listen, but put your phone down, walk around the house, do the dishes, do your laundry, do something other than listening to this podcast and then having Instagram scrolling while this is in the background. Try to unplug. There's no other place I can tell you. You know, it's not like I can go to the newspaper and write an article and say unplug from your devices because no one's reading the newspaper, or at least not not as they not as much as they used to. We're losing out, and kids are losing out, and parents too busy staring at their phones are losing out from telling the kids and showing the kids anything different. I'm officially old. Yes. Why does this matter? Because the basis of what I do, I'm a dating coach, I'm a relationship coach. How the heck are we going to connect when we are so embedded to the technology, to the pixels, to the notifications, to the funny videos, to the text messaging, to the email, to the five social media apps? So I'm advocating, I'm bringing awareness to get your brain right. Okay, social pollution, digital pollution. Stay with me on this next one.
I'm going to continue on because this is like a mental exercise, right? Think of me as your personal trainer. That last segment was your calisthenics. Okay, now it's time to get into the workout. Stay with me here. Attention deficit, all that jazz. Stay with me here. I'm advocating for something that lies so beneath the radar, yet controls us. I am tired of people bickering online and fighting about nonsense. Every couple months, it's something new. No one cares about each other anymore. Unless you continuously agree with their social political movements, you ain't shit. We are programmed. We're like little computers. You just program it. A little bit of this. X plus Y. X being the political party. Plus Y. Anger and drama. Equals brainwashing. Rinse and repeat. And we got a Karen. Or a Kevin. Take your pick. I don't know what the male version of Karen is. It's hard, folks. It is hard. But I am getting better sleep because I'm trying to get away from all this. I even set a timer when I'm watching Netflix. I have actually met people in person, strangers, and these become great experiences. I love the fact that I can be at a grocery store and I talk to a woman. If there's no interest, that's fine. If it's a H-E-B employee, H-E-B, shout out to H-E-B, one of the best grocery stores out there, my favorite. Just the fact that we're having discussions with our fellow neighbors. I don't mean neighbors in proximity, I mean neighbors like we, we are actually living on this earth. We see people walk around, but we, we as in the, the society that's addicted to this crap, we're sleeping awake. We're going about our business. Oh, it don't matter. Somebody's drowning. It don't matter to me. It's not me. Matter of fact, let me record it so I can get some social media clout. Unplugged from that mentality. We used to be real, real, real humans. Not this easy to program through anger and virality. No, we we had experiences. We had these happy accidents that became life-changing experiences. Do those still happen? Yes, all the stuff I talked about, it still happens, but it's shrinking. It's becoming an endangered species. We become very much the religion of self. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Call a friend. Call a friend you haven't heard from in a while. Maybe you're expecting some sort of research topic tonight, you know, or whenever you listen to us, I say tonight because that's when I'm recording it. But I'm just advocating for us to, I'm tired of this facade, this collective facade. We talk about dating. It's a rinse and repeat, swipe, 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 left and right, contact, message, ghost, possibly meet up, but by then you're exhausted and you're bringing in the trauma and all that comes with it to the point that no one gets excited over dates or dating anymore. There's already some sort of distrust. All man ain't shit. All woman ain't shit. Red pill, feminism. Men go their own way. Me too. Dave Chappelle. 
seriously. Come on, folks. Eye contact and a smile. It doesn't take much. Eye contact and a smile. Make someone's day. Make someone's day when you're out and about. When you're in traffic, instead of staring at your damn phone, look around at people. Look around. Who's next to you? Who's behind you? Wave, smile. It's all good, okay? You're not a goofball by actually showing, being involved in someone's life, even if it's for a millisecond with that quick wave. And then bam, the light turns green and you drive, but you made someone's day. Oh, cool, someone actually waves. Someone outside of my my, my little my little bubble of my car and the car window. Someone's actually interacting with, with me, with my life. What is so hard about that? You waiting to get paid? Are you waiting to get a, a, a Instagram like out of that? Mm-mm. Folks, we are living in an era where people honestly by and large, are really, really, really having an invisible cave around them. We are living in the invisible cave era. You are a walking cubicle. You want to be left alone. No one wants to build anymore. Build community, that is. Build social energy. Build love. All starts with the way you're listening to me, that device that you're either holding on to that you have. Realize how much it's controlled your life. We owe it to the younger folks. We need to act like adults. If we're just as addicted to them, if we're just as addicted to the technology as they are, we're no better. We have a chance. To be the example, I'm going to beat the dead horses. The horses beat. We got to do better. I am tired of continuously running into clients that are anxious and depressed. And when we come pull the root out of it, we find out there's dopamine burnout, lack of energy, emotional overeating. And then we even pull a little bit more further down the roots. A lot of those clients converge on one thing, bad habits, bad habits, and the one that they forget, that they don't even consider because it dominates their life is, drum roll please, 